because that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, I got to share this because what if it goes viral? And what if it, you know, la la la? And it, it, you know what I mean? It's it, there's instead of just receiving like this moment was for you. Hi, I'm Rosie Acosta. I'm a meditation teacher, speaker, and author of You Are Radically Loved, a healing journey to self-love. Look, I grew up in East Los Angeles during the 92 LA riots, and it set me on a troubled path. I didn't grow up with mentors in my life, so I turned to reading as many books as I possibly could to learn about the purpose of life. In my journey, I found that having these conversations gave me life, and I decided I wanted to create a place where I could share these conversations with my community. So come have a sit with me as we learn about, well, everything. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Radically Loved. We have a very, very special guest on the show today. I would say just popular demand. She's here with us today. New York Times bestselling author Christy Whitman is here. Insert clap track, please. <laughs> there is a clap track, by the way, to see. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> fun. <laughs> we all, you know what? We all need a clap track in our life. You know, I wish, I wish I could just walk around the day and there is an app on your phone that you can do. Yeah. I want one that girl. I want one that goes at a girl. You did it. Right. <laughs> and then claps at you. So yeah, you know, that's I mean, good. I'm so grateful to have you on the show again. You were here a few years. I want to say a few years ago. Yeah. Back in 2018, when quantum success came out, is that yes, right? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. So we had, you know, such great response to it. And I read that book probably four times and I still listen to it on my phone on Audible. That means I, the world, Rosie, uh, that it affected you and impacted you in that way. It means everything. Well, I mean, it, it just is so, to me, like all of those essential tips made me feel validated in some of the stuff that I was doing that I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> and it was the fact that you were able to put it in a way that was very digestible and understandable. I mean, I still use it now. I mean, those practices are, are ones that I very much have used. I mean, I honestly can probably say I wouldn't have done my book proposal without it. I probably wouldn't have written my book without it. So thank you. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you. It's so nice to hear that. So congratulations. I'm looking forward to when your book comes out. Thank you. We were talking offline that since I met you, right? And yeah. since the quantum success came out, I started full on channeling. And that's who I wrote The Desire Factor, my latest book with is the Quantum Council of Light. And when they are signing off, if you will, they always say you are infinitely loved. So I just love that you have that message of you are erratically loved, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I love that. Well, Christy, tell us a little bit about what's what's happened in the last two <laughs> years. Like this is this is awesome. You know, I, I'd love to get a little bit of an update, you know? Yeah. So so yeah, since 2018, one day I was you know, doing, it was literally in the, in the week, same week of the book launch, the book launched on September 18th and they came through on September 17th. And I was in a configuration on zoom. There was, I think six women and I was just doing healing energy work with them. And all of a sudden the woman that I've had the very same similar conversation over and over and that they would, I could hear them saying there are no problems, only perception of problems. 
It was like they went, all right, she's not hearing you move over. And my consciousness went out and it was literally, I did a whole thing on Meet the Council on my podcast, the Desire Factor podcast, but it was like my energy, my my awareness went off to the side and they came in fully just in their, I mean, it felt amazing. And the information that came through the way they spoke, everything was just different. And she, the lady was just crying. And I, you know, I was again, leaning over the chair, but all the women were deeply moved and touched by the wisdom that came through and the energy that came through. And she heard them. (laughs) And what they said to her was, and one of the things they always say is that there are no problems, only perception of problems. And the mind is geared to find problems because it wants to let you know, hey, look out for that, right? If you get a book published and you never have before, there is a space of unknown. So the mind wants to go, hey, watch out for that, watch out for this, watch out for that, right? And it wants to keep you safe. So even the trepidation or the excitement or any of that stuff, the mind will come in and say, that could potentially, now sometimes in our minds, it says that's a problem, right? I was raised that way. My mom still, well, the problem with that is everything there had to be a problem with it. And that was something huge that I had to shift within myself is that I don't even use that language anymore. Because if we look for problems, we find problems. If we look for problems and talk about problems and think about the problems and, you know, it could be a different way in your head, the issue, right? We have fancy ways of getting around. Well, I don't say problem. Yeah, but you say the concern is, the issue is, right? There's lots of ways to dress that up, but we're, our perspective is in lack and there, there's something missing, which always feels bad. And when we can understand and be aware that, Hey, I'm looking and searching for problems. I'm creating chaos here. I'm creating this drama. I'm feeling victimized by that. What's the mind telling me? The mind's telling me, Ooh, you better be scared. You better watch out all the things that we could fear or worry about. And if we just literally sit with the mind and go, Hey, Thanks for letting me know you did your job, right? It's like patting the dog on the head. Good boy, right? Thank you. I'm aware of that. Duly noted. And then we get to come back into the awareness and the power that we have or what we actually desire. And so that came through. And also what came through is my consciousness of them and the feeling sense of we are all, and I never, ever really knew this like I do now. There's no, from the divine that breathes us, from where we come, from the energy that is is all, there's no judgment. It doesn't even go there. There's no con- condemnation. There's no, it's not like Santa Claus, you know, looking at, have you been naughty or nice? And what's the judgment on that? It's just pure positive love. And that has literally changed me. Wow. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> like my, I, my jaws are just, my jaws <laughs> on the ground. I'm like, wow, this is... So amazing. And so in alignment with all the work that you've been doing already, right? It's just now it has a name. They have a name, right? Exactly. And some people will say that because some, you know, there's people that say, oh, I channel the council, you know, and it's like, is it the same? That kind of thing. And the council's energy, the the quantum council that I channel, the, the council's answer to that is always that because I have had the commitment to growth and the commitment to releasing the parts of me that are in lack and opening up to the parts that are in abundance, I become more of an open channel. And because I've been teaching this this for over 20 years now, and I've been working with energy and understanding universal laws and mastering my own energy for 25, and will always continue to live life that way because I understand how now, it's like I get now how to master my life because it comes down to 
what we say, what we think, what we perceive or believe, what we feel, and what actions we take, behaviors, habits, those kind of things. And that I influence that. Each of us influence that. We can't control anything else outside of us. Although we've been raised to, well, go get this and then you'll feel. It's a very outside in approach. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you do this, then you'll get and then you'll feel. But the key to it is understand that everything, everything in this physical universe, this used to be woo-woo 25 years ago, right? Now it's scientifically proven that under everything is energy, any type of form, a relationship, a pile of money, career success, whatever it is, underneath all of it is an undercurrent of energy. And if the undercurrent of energy is lack, it's going to produce more forms and evidence of lack. If it's undercurrent of the energy is abundance and it feels good and it feels expansive and there's alignment, that's what the forms and the feelings and everything else manifest from that place. And they're two very different ways of being, but we always get to choose it. Mm, Yeah. My question is always, the people that don't feel that, or maybe they're surrounded by like what you said, your mom does, you're constantly calculating for the things that might go wrong. Somebody that is, I don't want to say prone to being negative because I feel like it's just a learned behavior. It's a neurological pathway that's just been used a lot. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So somebody that is in that state constantly, how can they just, do they just decide, okay, I'm just going to think positively and just continue to think positively? Well, yeah. So it's simple and it's not. So like, look, let's explain that because in essence, yeah. Right. But the thing is, is that when you change, and that's how I started 25 years ago, I became aware that, Hey, I'm not my thoughts. I'm the awareness of the thoughts. I can actually choose my thoughts. Right. When I had that breakthrough in that moment of, wow, wait a minute, that thought that I keep thinking that I'm not good enough or that I'm not tall enough or I don't have this enough, that's just a lie. I can actually change that thought. That is the most empowering thing that anybody can understand is that, wow, I have control over my thoughts. And to then be able to find in a moment when you're having a thought and change it. Well, we're thinking thoughts all the time and they go so fast that it's hard to even slow them down. So the thing to understand is that our thoughts and our emotions, it's like a teeter-totter. They're they're constantly, you know, the thoughts affect the emotions, the emotions affect the thoughts. And what happens is again, underneath the current, if there's an undercurrent of lack, you're going to produce lack thoughts, which is then going to produce feeling bad. But if the undercurrent is good, you feel joy, you feel content, you feel excited, you know, whatever that is, those thoughts created the emotions and the emotions created more thoughts and on and on and on and on, right? And all of it starts with the words that we speak. Because when we say a word, when we say, I miss this, it pulls down our energy. We start thinking, creating momentum with that. The thoughts then create evidence, which then creates a belief all of the while stirring up all the emotions. And then that determines what actions we take or behaviors or habits, If we're in lack and we're not feeling good, we've all done this, right? We don't feel good about ourselves. We're beating ourselves up for something that happened. And then we're almost like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. And then we order pizza for dinner instead of making ourselves something good to eat. And then we eat the ice cream. You know, it's like that happens, right? It's all in the undercurrent of lack or, you know, not enoughness, right? When you're feeling so aligned, when you feel fulfilled and all it takes is energy to fulfill us, when you feel that energy of fulfillment and you're feeling good, 
right? It's like the words that you speak create everything. So just our thoughts create the whole entire, like, you know, what are thoughts? They're words, right? So when we speak a word that feels good, everything else continues to flow in that way. When we speak words that feel bad, right? So I created a program. It's a free program and all of your listeners are welcome to take it. It's, it's fantastic to learn how to apply this. It's called watchyourwords.com. And it's 30 days. I tell you 30 words and phrases that you absolutely want to eliminate out of your vocabulary. Why? What it's doing to you energetically and also what you want to say instead. So for example, if someone is saying, I can't afford, mm-hmm. right? I can't, I can't do that, right? I can't stand it anymore, right? Or even something that people think is pretty benign. It's like, oh, I can't wait, right? Even that has a pull down energy of can't. It creates an impatience. Instead of saying, I can't wait, say, I'm looking forward to. Now the energy is expansive. It's so subtle. But as we start paying attention to the subtleties of the words that we say, right? And wait, I just said that and that didn't feel good. You know, I, I have people all the time that, that, that work with me and they're talking, well, I should. And then they go, <laughs> like, ah, yeah. you know, I can't say that word, but it's a, just an education. It's an awareness on what, what words feel good when I speak them, what thoughts feel good or bad when I think them. Right. And all of it is your indication of how you feel because yeah. it's like a spectrum. If you are feeling bad on one side, of the spectrum is lack and it always continue to produce more limitation, lack, drama, chaos, suffering, separation, all that fun life experience that nobody really enjoys, but too many are experiencing and understand that we live in a law of polarity. We have the polar, if one exists, so does the other. So a world that's fun, a life that is enjoyable and creative and exciting and adventurous. I mean, these are things we can create and it all starts inside of us because everything is created. So our words, our thoughts, our perspectives, our beliefs, our emotions, and the actions that we take are all ways that we send energy out into the universe and our signal draws that energy back and forms situations, people back to us, that law of attraction. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're saying that because as you're saying that you're talking about the different polarities when I'll speak for myself, when I do get in that negative spin, it just wants to perpetuate. It just won't there. It, it will just continue. It's the snowball effect. It'll just be this and then it'll be that. And then it's, I'm going to do the air quotes, but oh, it's going to be that kind of day Mm -hmm. where then you're picking and choosing all those events or emails and text messages that are corroborating that feeling as opposed to just letting it go and just focusing on all the great things. Oh, it's so it's a sunny day out today, or I'm so excited to drink my matcha or trying to perpetuate more of the feeling good and it's so insidious with the words though, right now that you're saying that I'm big on, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. But you're right. It does feel different than I'm looking forward to doing this. It's so, I'm going to take that. that. Amazing. I want to take that course. And it's just those slight little adjustments that make such a huge difference. So just the what, you know, the words, just checking in with yourself each day going, how am I doing? How am I feeling? Am I feeling good? You know, what am I, am I needing something? Just self-awareness because 
self-awareness is the first key to having any type of even emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is so important because our emotions are guide everything in our lives. They are an indication of, are we in lack or are we in abundance? Am I feeling that boundaries are, are being overstepped? Am I feeling like I'm, I'm being used right now? Am I being appreciated? How am I doing in my life? How am I relating to everything that's in my life? Because everything that's in my life gets formed by the energy I'm giving out. So you could be feeling really grateful about something, but constantly being, I like to call it a, a J hook. It's like you're in alignment and then you'll, it's just like hook, you get hooked into feeling negative or getting pulled down. It's like yeah. noticing, Hey, when did that happen? What, what happened? Did I say something? Did someone say something to me? And understanding that it's whatever you're feeling, that emotion, managing those emotions, that's another thing about emotional intelligence is one, being aware that you're having the emotion while you're having it, but then knowing what to do with it Mm -hmm. once you have it, right? So not pushing it away, not suppressing it, not going in, you know, like even an emotion or a beingness, an experience of feeling tired, right? Someone would also go, I'm going to go get another cup of coffee, or I'm going to go grab a handful of M&Ms, or I'm going to go smoke a joint, or I'm going to go have a cigarette, or I'm going to do, I'm going to go shop. I'm going to go whatever. Instead of stopping and laying down and literally for two minutes, feeling the energy of vitality, right? Mm. So whatever we've perceived that we're lacking, we have the energy that can fulfill us right now. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to buy anything. We don't have to do anything to feel joy. It's a decision point right now. And when we say, okay, I'm open to joy, all the cooperative components and energetic vibrations of joy start to literally come to us and we just have to open up to receive it. But if we've got energy blocking, got anger, right? That anger will continue to be like a warning signal that goes off. And it went like the, the fight, the uh, car alarms that go off where they don't turn yeah. off. Right. It's oh. like that. It's annoying. Right. Well, mm-hmm. so we want to shut it down. Like, yeah. You're like it. looking around. You're at whose car is this? Stop right. it. Right. Well, it's like, whose emotion is this? Ah, it's mine. The only way right. to stop it is to feel it. And, and honestly, just to be aware of that I'm having this, I'm having, I'm angry right now. I'm, <sighs> I'm a little irritated right now, right? I'm, I'm feeling worried right now. And just noticing that and let yourself go into your belly because that's where emotional body is to go into your belly. It's like doing an ab crunch. It's like if you could put all of your focus and your attention on your belly and imagine that you are like doing a Pilates crunch or just a you know sit up and you're putting all of your crunching effort, your constriction effort in your belly And once you do that, there's a pulsation of energy that you can feel. And it's kind of like a surfer waiting to jump on a surfboard, waiting for that wave to come. All of a sudden, when you start feeling yourself, and even if your mind kicks into what you were angry about or worried or whatever, you can feel the pulsation of it. And once you do, it starts to get bigger and bigger. And and sometimes it can make someone tear or it can make someone sweat or give them chills. But this energy is getting bigger to then release and it takes about 90 seconds. And then after that, after it's done processing and moving out of your physical body, then you can, well, have compassion, like bring in the energy of compassion. It's a very nice, soothing energy, nurturing energy 
it's kind of like someone giving you a hug, like, oh, that, that human experience didn't feel good. That, you know, mm. that sucks. Let me, let me nurture you. Let yourself be nurtured by the very breath that breathes you with that compassion energy. Then once you're starting to feel better again with that compassion energy, now you're back to, okay, let me bring in the joy. But if you got underneath that growling energy, no matter how many times a day you say, I'm going to bring in the joy, you start to receive it. That's the block that people feel. Yeah. I just did that right now. And it felt so good to sort of feel it and then to release it. There's that energy where you're bringing everything to that, that core center. And I love doing tactile experiences like that because my body likes to have the feedback because it creates that neurological pathway that, oh, here's a new tool that works for you. You can do this the next time you're feeling some type of way. For me, it's my, it's the disappointment. Oh, that disappointment then is going to take you down this rabbit hole and disappointment really for what? It's just the shit that we tell ourselves right in our mind. Oh, this could have been this way, or you didn't do this. It's the mind letting you know. Yes. Oh, because you're not your mind. You have a mind, but you're so much more than your mind. And that's what you just said, you know, it's really, it's physicating what just happened energetically. And that's what the council talks about is yes, you're energy, but you're also physical, right? So take the physical hand. And when you feel a thought like pulling you in the direction, take your hand and karate chop it, cut the cord, but actually don't think about taking your hand and cutting it. Take your actual physical hand and cut the cord. It feels like, oh, like I just cut the puppet strings to lack. Oh, wow. I mean, it does make a difference. Whenever you can place your hand on your heart and just let yourself breathe in and out and just feel the pulsation of your heart, it, your heart beats differently than anybody else's. And it's unique and individualized to each of us. So is our consciousness. And that consciousness that's breathing us is energy, which is God, the divine. It's all that is. And an extension of it is flowing through us and keeping, it's our life and we can connect to that and go, oh, wow, look how grounded and centered. And whew, there's like a, oh, I'm safe and provided for. This is my source of all things. Anything I perceive missing in the world, if I'm lonely, I can find connection right here. If I'm feeling I'm lacking support, I can feel the energy of support right here. That life force is energy. And because I have free will and all energy literally, beckons to us, you know, we can say, okay, I want to bring in energy. I want to bring in energy of joy. I want to bring in energy of bliss or success or abundance or well-being or freedom. We get to choose and we bring that in. And then that gets to be our state of being because we are energy receivers. We're energy containers and we're energy transmitters. And once we know, understand that, okay, I need to bring in energy that my body needs energy. It feeds off of other energy. So if I'm not deliberately bringing in the energy that I want of joy, of expansiveness, and I go into a business meeting, everybody's worried. How come I leave feeling really bad after that meeting? Hmm. I'm picking up on other people's energy and not containing my own. Because we could bring in energy and have it go out as swoosh. I used to do, I caught myself years ago. It was really funny. I'd hear a song on the radio and I'd have this joyful feeling about a memory, right? And many times it could have been like my ex-husband, my former husband. And I might have this song and I would immediately pick up the phone and dial it and like give the joy away to him. Mm. And then I would end up 
there were a couple of times, it's not like that now, but you know, during the separation time where I would hear a song and, and I'd have to just share that joy with him instead of just keeping it for myself and letting myself mm. bask in the song, let myself hear the whole song. Yeah. Let myself have that moment for myself. Yeah. The last two years have been crazy. We've never experienced anything like this in our lifetimes. We never experienced such an effect on our mental well-being. Unfortunately, a lot of us have been beaten down by anxiety, stress, and poor sleep due to all the uncertainty in the world. And if you're a working parent, you've had the extra difficulty of keeping your kids occupied 24-7 while trying to work from home. It's not an easy task. So if you're feeling extra exhausted and burnt out, you're not alone. There are tens of thousands of people in a similar place right now. The question is, what can we do to enhance our mental well-being? One critical thing I'm advising all of my family and friends to take is magnesium breakthrough daily. Here's why. Stress and anxiety deplete your magnesium levels. Low magnesium levels then contribute to more anxiety. It's like a vicious cycle. By supplementing with Magnesium Breakthrough, you can break that cycle because you'll be getting seven unique forms of organic full-spectrum magnesium for stress relief and better sleep all in one bottle. Taking Magnesium Breakthrough will help you to experience more energy, stronger bones, healthy blood pressure, less irritability, a calmer mood, reduced muscle cramping, even fewer migraines. And because it supports mental wellness, Magnesium Breakthrough can help you to feel yourself again. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood, energy levels, and so much more. You'll feel so much more rested and you'll be ready to take on the day. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, just head over to magbreakthrough.com forward slash radically loved and use the code radically loved 10 during checkout to save 10% off and get free shipping. That's www.magbreakthrough.com forward slash radically loved and use the code radically loved 10 during your checkout to save 10% off plus free shipping. That's www.magbreakthrough.com forward slash radically loved and use the promo code radically loved 10. Okay. So the minute that I saw Serena Williams and LeBron James do an ad for Tonal, I knew I... (laughs) I had the right piece of equipment in my home gym. What am I talking about? The Tonal is my home gym. Tonal is the world's smartest home gym and personal trainer that adapts to you for real-time results to help you get stronger, faster. Tonal strength assessment intelligently determines what you're capable of setting, the optional weight for you, and taking the guesswork out of strength training. Tonal's patented adaptive weight technology senses your strength and adjusts in real time for a more effective workout. This is a truly revolutionary system. It's a digital weight system that replaces an entire traditional gym in one compact design. You can go up to 200 pounds of smooth, powerful resistance in the sleek design that can fit anywhere in your home. For me, the biggest issue when I went to the gym was not knowing where to even start. I always wanted to work with weights, but I was always so intimidated by going out to the weight side of the room with all the guys and not really knowing what to do and not wanting to ask for help. With Tonal, I have access to thousands of personalized workouts from strength training to HIIT workouts, yoga, boot camp, bar, and more that help you unlock your strongest self. Try Tonal in your home for 30 days. Tonal is so confident you'll love it. They'll offer a full money back guarantee. You can now get Tonal for $63 a month and zero interest over 48 months. 
Just head over to tonal.com for a limited time and get $100 off when you use the promo code LOVED at checkout. That's www.tonal.com and use the promo code LOVED. Tonal, be your strongest. Sometimes doing less can lead to so much more. Dipsy Stories believes in less analyzing and more feeling your feelings, less stressing and more easing into things, less scrolling and more savoring the moment, less pressure and more pleasure. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. So no matter who you are or what you're into, whatever turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. And if you're listening to this ad, trying to figure out exactly what I'm talking about, maybe this is a sign that you need to head over to dipsystories.com. There are hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always more to explore. For all of our radically loved listeners, Dipsy is offering an extended 30 day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com forward slash loved. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to www.dipseastories.com forward slash loved. Dipsystories.com forward slash loved. I started taking Athletic Greens back in 2019 when I was traveling a lot. I was noticing that my gut health was not really functioning at its best and I was really struggling with having energy and I just could feel that my body was not getting enough greens. And I can honestly say that I've been on Athletic Greens since 2019 and I've not stopped taking it. And I can tell you that it's part of my daily ritual. It goes in like clockwork in my daily smoothie and I drink it every day. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. So like all of the things. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into any flu or cold season. It's just one easy scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash loved. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash loved to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I wonder if that happens when people share on social media, like they want to share every single thing that's happening or if they want to take a picture of their smoothie bowl or whatever. Do you think that that's doing that to people? It absolutely is. Instead of like, we create something, right? Or we create it because we want to show it, but we create something and then we're like, right? Unless you know how to contain yourself in that energy, right? Then you're able to then celebrate that. It comes from a very different place because a lot of times people want to, and I'm sure people have felt this way before, where you're all excited about something. You just got an idea or desire, or you're working on a project, you got some kind of news, and then you tell the person, they're like, cool. And it like down, it, 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 it,
literally happened to me today. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I was just so excited about that. I was so excited to tell you. And, and it was like, really? Did you want that? Like, <laughs> oh, you know, it, it sucks the energy out. Yeah. That's why we have to hold that containment for ourselves and tell who we want to tell. But holding that energy, holding that excitement, holding that joy is just as important as bringing it in, Can you know, holding it. Yeah. And then what you, what you, from the consciousness, what you say, what the words that you use, the thoughts that you think, the perspectives that you hold, the emotions that we have and the behaviors or actions that we take, that's how we transmit the energy. So we've got this source energy that comes in, we contain it, we send it out. And then that creates relationships with people, places and things and other forms that literally then bring back the energy to us. It's always a constant reflection of what we're sending out, it comes back. But we have constant opportunity to fuel ourselves up. But if you are giving it away, right? Or you're doing all these things to try to get from someone else, like social media can be big for that too, where it's like, oh, I got to get approval. I got to get likes. I got to, you know. And so we do things where it's like, oh, look at that. Or, you know, this is what I'm doing. If it's coming from that place to impress, to try to get people to like you, it's coming from lack. Mm. it's not genuine it's not aligned yeah I often feel a little guilt even I don't really have a better word to explain it but guilt when I'm not posting enough or I'm not as active because I still like to live my life in real time and I don't like to share everything all the time and I take breaks and I have really good boundaries with social media but I do often feel a little bit of that guilt. It's weird. I don't know what I, that I, is. I totally, yeah. So first of all, guilt in any situation, guilt is an emotion that is supposed to be wired into us so that if we, it's kind of like a, have we, have we got outside the lines? Are we going on the freeway of life and got outside the bumper to let us know that we're kind of out of alignment with our morals, right? Mm. And so it's funny because guilt is an emotion that's supposed to be felt if we have harmed or hurt another person intentionally. So interesting enough, you're, you're saying you're feeling guilty because you're not posting enough. Have you, by not posting, are you hurting or harming anybody? No. You're not. Are you creating impact in that moment that you're not posting? Maybe because you've got other things that are there. And if people want to search you, right. But it's like that, that thing that I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. So therefore I feel bad. I'm not doing enough comes from lack. So it's, this is what I can do. This is what I'm willing to do because I am very much like you, right. It's like, I live my life and I, I don't, I'm not sitting there posting something on Instagram while I'm playing with my kids or when I'm, you know, it'd be like having sex. It's like, oh, this is the best orgasm ever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, enjoy it. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. As you were saying that there was this incident that happened and it, for me, it's always the case. I would say hundred percent of the time when I do that, something happens and Tori, my, my partner calls it instant karma. Because I'll give you an example. We have a nice backyard during the summer months. We've got a pool and it's really nice. And I'm sitting out there and I I often sit out back. I try not to take my phone because I just want to sit out there and listen to the birds and just sit there and do nothing. Just think. And I had my phone with me 
And this little hummingbird, we have a lot of hummingbirds that come and visit. There's a lot of little food. They have, you know, we put food everywhere for them. And this one came and I'm not kidding. She flew right in front of my face. She was so close. I was just frozen. And then she flew away and I was like, wow, that was really cool. Turns around, comes back, same thing. And I was like, whoa, that is so cool. So then I'm like, is she going to do it again? She flew around and I grabbed my phone and she kind of came halfway and then turned around and left. And I'm like, why did I just ruin that moment? Because I wanted to share it with everyone. Like, who cares? Like, why? You know, it was that instant moment of you have this experience that you were just, as you were saying that this was the memory that was coming in. I'm like, I was trying to share my joy with whomever and, and I didn't have the complete experience. What if she would have come back a third time? You know? Yes, I do. I had that experience. We were at the Grand Canyon. We were just about to walk outside to go down and watch the sunrise. And there was a blue jay. And this blue jay literally was right outside the door, beckoning me to go out. I was like, she, it was, she was just right in front of the door. And I was just so connected with her. It was crazy. And, and my husband was watching this too. And the minute, and I'm usually like pretty, I could take a picture like that, right? Something I was futzing and fuddling, and, but I was still engaged with her. The minute I got the camera to open up and I go to take the picture, she flew off. Is the same thing. Because it's like that moment was for, and, and even the fuddling with the phone, right? Yeah. So a week ago, I was driving with my, my son, Maxim, and we turned a corner. And a lot of people that don't live in Arizona don't know what javelinas are, but they're like, they look like a pig. They look like a hog. They're brown, they're dirty, they're ugly, and they run in packs, right? And they're smelly too. And they do look like really ugly pigs. And this is so rare. There was a literally a parade of 14 of them that went right in front of the street. I had to like park my car. Wait, like crossing the highway? No, not the highway. It was like just a side street. Oh, right. But immediately I was able to take my phone, but I still enjoyed the moment because it wasn't like, oh, I got to send this out. And I haven't even shared it. It was one of those moments where it was like, I soaked it in. I was still able to take a video of it. The video is kind of like, oh my God. And you hear me going, look at the baby one, you know, but it's like that moment I was able to just watch them and just feel the energy from them. Cause there's such a solidness about them. They're, they're ugly and smelly and everything, but man, they, they are not afraid. They, you know, are just totally take their space. And I felt like, wow, that's a teacher to just not be afraid to be totally in my space. And it was an exact message that I needed for that moment. Mm, God, I love that. So we're present to it and allow ourselves to go, oh, let me, because that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, I got to share this because what if it goes viral? And what if it, you know, la, la, la. And you know what I mean? It's there's, instead of just receiving, like this moment was for you. Yeah. It's so fascinating to me that everything that you're saying, because I'm also thinking, what is the opposite the desire to want somebody else's life. Like, what is it that we're trying to create these highlight reels of this facade of a life that we don't actually really get to know? And as I'm even thinking about this for myself, I'm thinking about the word thing that you just said earlier, because I never get off of Instagram and feel like this added value to my life. (laughs) Never. It doesn't happen that way for me. And I've 
curated my feed where it's mostly just my friends now and I've done all of those things. But to me, there's just, I see it as a tool for your business more than anything else. But as far as it creating a, a deep sense of connection, it doesn't feel real to me. And I'm much more of a people person. I I want to engage in a different way. And what do you think it is for people that, you know, they share their entire, I'm just saying this because I know that two people specifically that I know that share everything of their life, the smoothie bowls, the Instagram stories, the kids, like everything. And they're severely unhappy, right? Mm the facade is this really happy life. And they talk about their issues, you know, with mental health and everything. But to me, I wonder how much of that is you're, you're focusing so much on showing your life than living your life. That's it. Cause if you're living your life, which I do, right. I might take a picture because I want that picture of, of my son and I, right. Or my two sons. Right. And then all of a sudden I might be looking through pictures and I'll send it to my girl that posts everything, right? I'm like, this is an awesome picture, right? It's a personal picture. I'm so grateful today. Or I might take a picture of nature because it's beautiful. Like I took a picture in the Grand Canyon. There was this beautiful path with the sun coming up. It was so glorious. And later when I was reviewing some of the pictures that I took when I was at the Grand Canyon, I saw this one and it was like, oh my gosh, this perfectly. It's like, what path are you on? Mm. Right. And so then do something that would help someone else think or inspire them. Now I'm in a place of service. Not, I'm not doing it to try to make everybody, you know, I'm not going, Oh, look at me. I'm at the grand Canyon. Right. (laughs) Right. It's like, this is, this is beautiful. And so it's really always with even desires that we have, because all desires lead us to something without a desire. There's no movement desires create and, and desires are life giving. And so having a desire factor, whatever that is in your desire factor, in your business, in your relationships, in your health and your money, whatever that is, when we allow ourselves to find the reason why we have these desires and come from a deeper reason, like, you know, why are you on social media? If you ask me why I'm even on social media, it's because like you said, it's perfect for connecting with other like-minded people that want to be serviced in light. And, you know, this particular thing that the council gets to do by helping people heal, it helps people find that it's an avenue to allow people to understand what you do. And, and I get to catch up with some friends, right? It is for that too. Yeah. But why you're doing it though, is it to impress? Is it to make yourself look like you're, everything's perfect? Is it to hide? You know, look at the mm. reasons why you do the things that you do, whether it's social media or anything else. And is it coming from a place of lack? You're defending against, you're resisting something, you're fearing something, you're guilty about something. Where is the motivation? Where's the inspiration coming from? Because when you're in alignment and you're following your desire factor, you're taking inspired action, action that really feels good in alignment with you, no matter what you're doing in your life. Yeah, I love that. So I don't know that we mentioned this, but Christy's uh, newest book is called The Desire Factor, How to Embrace Your Materialistic Nature to Reclaim Your Full Spiritual Power, which I feel like you kind of gave us a little <laughs> bit of some little bits of, of insight. But if you, do you want to just let the listeners know what the book is about? It's really about any desire that you have, whether it's manifested now or it's something that you feel is going to be in the future, whether it's small, whether it's big, whether it's you know humongous, whatever your desire factor is, that desire 
is there to expand you. It's there to grow you. And we can't ignore our desires because they'll continue to gnaw at us and they'll continue to annoy us and they'll, they'll haunt us if we do not follow them because it is literally the connection point between our divine self and us. And so the desire factor literally shows you the exact step-by-step that you need, seven principles you need to apply in the order that they need to be applied in order to manifest what you desire. And when they're out of alignment, when they're out of order, it's kind of like a padlock. You know, if you have a combination lock, you got to get the numbers in the right order. It doesn't open, right? And a lot of times people are mixing up the orders or they don't know of an important step. So something they feel is missing in manifesting or goal setting or however you want to call that. And when you get all the seven of these and they, they take like minutes, but it's like, it's a checkpoint of, are all of these things in alignment? And then, you know, what do I need to do as a co-creator with the divine who gave me this desire in the first place? I'm the physical conduit of this desire and I need to take actions one of the principles, right? But what kind of action do you take it in? Do you take it from fear? Do you take it from abundance? Do you take it from, you know, it's just so inspired. I have to take it, right? It's like, where is that coming from? What's the motivation? It's all about self-actualization. It's all about understanding how you play a part in these principles and what your relationship is with that desire. Because your, des- your relationship with the desire that hasn't manifested yet has to be aligned and has to feel good in order for them to be some kind of outcome that reflects that undercurrent of energy. Yeah. I mean, is there a, th- a thing that happens if somebody goes after their desire and it's a little premature? Well, the energy doesn't flow. So a lot of times what people do is they have a desire, right? I used to be do that all the time. I would get a desire and I would run so fast and move so fast. I would move ahead of the energy and that I felt like I had to now, I got to dig the ditches because, you know, but now it's like when you let light flow out in front of you and you flow with that light, it's like, it's kind of like being in a jungle and the first person that's got to take the chop down the, what do they call that? A, a machete. machete, the machete, yeah. you know, that, that's the person that's got to do that. Wow. It's so much more better than being the person that's in behind that doesn't have to do the machete. And that's what it's like when you work with energy and light is that you feel like, the pathway is literally being opened up for you. Even if no one's ever done it, no one's ever created it. It's like, you know, a totally different idea. Being led with light has that feeling where you don't feel like you're the one having to do it all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love that. And Christy, I want to be respectful of your time, but again, this Our conversations, I feel like I blink and it's done. I mean, there's so many incredible little wisdom nuggets in there and I'm just, my wheels are turning and I'm I'm really actually excited to take uh, your, the words class course. Is it a course or a class? It's a, yeah, it's a, well, it's an online, so it's downloadable. Everybody takes it at their own pace, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a program. So it's It's 30, it's literally 30 days and you get like a video every day. So it's just, it's a nice little inspiration every day, but it also teaches you something that, Oh my God, that word you're like, what you, what you did. Wow. I say, yeah. I can't wait all the time. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking, Oh, wow. I'm looking forward to, well, that does feel better. Right. And, well, so yeah. it every day. and the, yeah. the tuning in part too, which is something you talk about all the time. It's like the feeling of being aligned or being able to feel the feeling like, Oh, this feels good. Or this doesn't feel good. Or this resonates. This doesn't resonate. I think it, it takes practice for people to be able to discern that for themselves, but it's it's totally within our power, like you were saying, with the the exercise of 
focusing on your, your belly, right? Like bringing all of your energy there and having that experience of whatever emotion is going through you. I think it's such a great, great tool. So thank you so much. I want to ask you the final question and I'm curious if it'll be different from the first time I asked you before I do that, actually, where can people go for more information? Uh, you can go to christywhitman.com, thedesirefactor.com. It's all over any bookstore. And uh, you can go to the Desire Factor podcast to learn more. Great. We will put the links to all of that in the show notes. If you're watching the video, just go down to the description below. And all of those links that Christy mentioned will be there. Or if you're listening, wherever you get your podcasts, we will put them in the info button. All the links will be live there. So the final question to you, Christy, is why we created this podcast. We wanted to build a community. We wanted people to feel like they were loved and supported. And so the final question to you is how do you feel radically loved? By connecting with the energy of feeling love. I mean, if you want to feel love, feel love. It's there. Hmm. It's, it's how do I do it? It's, it's just by asking my, myself to receive it in and it's there. It's literally in front of me, behind me, below me around me. It's in me. It's a breath. It's a heartbeat. That's what the vibration of love is very different than our 3d. If you do this, I'll love you conditional kind of thing. It's energy. It's there. Mm. So just by asking and receiving it, knowing it's there, having that willingness to, to live in it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christy, so much. I love that. And I'm so grateful and thank you for all the work that you do and for being so inspiring and for being such a huge supporter of us and the show. Thank you so much. We look forward to having you on again. And for everybody listening, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with whomever, everyone, anyone, everyone. If you share it on, so we love when you share it on social media, even though I said, I don't like social media, whatever, we're going to work on my words. I'll tell you guys how my program went after I take it, but we're so grateful for you. You are radically loved and radically supported. And we look forward to being back next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the radically loved podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie, on Instagram at Rosie Acosta, and Twitter at Rosie Acosta. By the way, this is original music by DJ Taz Rashid. You can follow DJ Taz on Spotify and check out the best music for yoga and meditation. This has been a Mod Pod Studio production. Check them out at www.modpodstudio.com. <laughs>